Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Phil Houston, and I've got some good stuff for you today. Uh, first, a little bit of housekeeping and a quick word from our sponsor. If you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, do me a favor, drop us a five-star rating. Let other folks know there's some value here as well. Um, and if you're looking to find me, I'm, I can be found on Instagram at Coach Phil Houston. It's H-U-E-S-T-O-N. On Twitter, at Phil Houston, also H-U-E-S-T-O-N. And at my website, CoachPhilHouston.com. Now, a quick word from our sponsor, and then on with the show. All right, gang, welcome back to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. My name is Coach Phil Houston. Thank you for joining me on this, well, second or third to last day of the year of 2018. I've been working on something for you guys that I wanted to share with you, and it's been a little longer coming than I wanted it to be, but I wanted to kind of think about what the real game changers are for people to be successful with their health and fitness in the, in the new year. So what I've come up with is this. This is the uh, 11 fitness and health game changers for success in the new year. And these are some things that I use myself and I use with my clients that are, that are pretty effective. So let's dive right in, okay? Uh, it's that time of year again, as I just mentioned. The good cheer, the love, the warm feelings of Christmas are morphing into those New Year's Eve festivities. And, of course, those are immediately followed by an oh, crap moment for a lot of people. Um, now, just, just so you know, you don't have to do a darn thing about your health in 2019. Uh, whether you had a perfect year this year or a terrible one, um, a lot, you don't need to change anything if you don't want to. But a lot of people realize suddenly that the new year is on them. And if they don't do anything different than last year, it's going to be a carbon copy. And if the year gone by was at best less than successful um, and at worst an absolute poop show, then that's not going to do it all, will it? Uh, and that's the, that's the reality for a lot of people. Too many people wake up on New Year's Day morning um, or two in the afternoon, you know, that was some night, huh? Um, with no plan for the coming year and little to show, but regret and dissatisfaction for the year past. Without sounding too much like your mom, don't let this happen to you. It doesn't take military-grade planning and execution to change the trajectory of the coming year with regard to your health and fitness. It just takes a little bit of understanding, some planning, and a willingness to be the person who can do it. So first, understand yourself. If you're the kind of person who likes to reward themselves for a job well done, when you see something through, or even just when things go your way, then accept that about you. It's not wrong or bad. It's just how you're wired. Rather than fight the desire for reward, use it to your advantage by changing what you reward yourself with. If you might normally sit down to a few cocktails and a rich meal as a reward for good work or a good result, maybe you want to use a different reward. Get a massage, go to a movie, or buy yourself some new clothes. And after all, if this goes well, you're going to need to buy new clothes anyway, right? So why not make a, make a celebration out of it? Don't fight who you are. Change how you reward yourself by switching up the reward. And these are just some baselines, guys. I'm going to get to the game changers in just a minute. These are three things that I think are foundational for everybody. Second thing is you're going to need to plan if you want to succeed. Life will always throw curveballs at you, and if you're not ready, any one of them can derail your progress and block you from the success you want. We'll talk more about planning shortly, but for now, know that you'll need macro or large-scale plans and micro or small-scale plans. Macro plans are reflective of the goals we set, for example, you may set the goal of losing 10 pounds or one pants or dress size by a certain date. Your plan for this is to change your eating habits and get more exercise. This is the macro plan. Micro plans are the details that make the macro plan work. For example, changing your eating habits might mean keeping healthier snack foods in the house. Micro plan. That would mean making sure they're on the shopping list, that they make their way into the shopping cart, and then home and get prepared as needed for convenience eating. Micro, micro, and micro. There's an old saying that if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. With regard to changing your habits around health and fitness, it's very true. 
when you're not working a plan in this area, it's easy to fall into or back into some poor habits. Third foundational thing we need to remember, you'll need to be the person who can do the things that lead to success. It'd be easy to brush this idea off and say, of course I'll be that person. This time I have to. No, you don't. Like I mentioned earlier, you don't have to. You can easily live the rest of your life the way you've lived it until now with no real understanding of what drives you towards success and health and fitness, no real goals that matter, and no plan to get there. If you've never been that person before, how do you expect to just become that person now? This might take some persuasion. You may well need to remind yourself frequently that you are the person, you are that person who can do the things that fulfill your plan and lead to success. Be positive about how you remind yourself and be specific. I am, for example, I am the person who eats a healthy, nutritious breakfast each day is far more effective than I have to eat breakfast or if I don't eat breakfast, I'll fail. Let your persuasion and self-talk be habit-based, habit action-oriented, and positive. Those are three things I want you guys to remember, okay? Your persuasion and self-talk should be habit-based, action-oriented, and positive. I'll be writing and sharing more about this exact concept on another time in a week or so, to maybe two weeks. For now, just start with little things like reassuring yourself that you are the person who adopts healthy exercise or eating habits. It really, really does work. Understanding yourself, planning, macro and micro, being the person who does the stuff that leads to success. Simple formula, right? Sort of. It can get tricky, especially this time of year when the pressure seems to be on to have a better year, next year than the past year. That kind of assumes the past year was terrible, doesn't it? Yet here you are, still kicking and able to think about what's next. So instead of focusing on what's wrong, let's try focusing on what could be right or at least better. So here we go. I'm offering these game changers for creating your path to health and fitness success in the coming year. Let's get started. Number one, indulge a little bit before the new year begins. Now, that seems counterintuitive, I know, but I'm not talking about eating every Christmas, Christmas cookie in sight, swilling all the champagne or adult beverages, or licking every last morsel of stuffing out of the bowl. What I'd love for you to do is enjoy some indulgences and be really present to how delicious and fulfilling and enjoyable each one is. All too often, we indulge without a thought about what we're eating or drinking or the circumstances in which we do it. If you enjoy a cocktail with friends, have that cocktail with friends. But really pay attention to what it is about the experience that makes you happy. I bet it has more to do with being around people like yourself and, in, and the fact that you enjoy at least as much, if not more, than the cocktails themselves. When you enjoy that rich holiday meal, pay attention to what it, what it is that really makes it taste so good and seem so desirable. Those are the things to focus on, not the eating part as much as the enjoying part. This is the season when we tend to think about all that we're grateful for and how much we appreciate the people and the blessings in our lives. That's really what the indulgence is all about. So don't stress about enjoying something indulgent during the last few days of this holiday season. Just be present to it so that you can enjoy all that it has, it has in store for you. Number two, think about your health and fitness goals and write them down. Don't be shy about this. Feel free to think big. There's nothing wrong with telling yourself, I want to lose 50 pounds or I want to win a 5K race by year's end. Even if you have no idea how to plan and execute on those goals, think big, dream big, goal big. The next step in this is to break those goals down into habits. If you want to lose weight, what are the habits you'll need to establish to do that? Will you have to start exercising, change your eating habits? The answer to both yeah, is probably yes. Maybe you already exercise. It may be that you need to change things up a bit um, in order to get a different result. If you have no exercise habits now, where should you start? The most important thing is to start. Write down a daily fitness goal for one week. Make it something simple like walk 30 minutes or lift weights for 30 minutes. We'll dig in on the planning in a bit, but for now, just write down, start writing down some end game goals, i.e., you know, lose 50 pounds, win a 5K, 
uh, drop three dress sizes, things like that. Then write down some habit goals or process goals. These are the things that will start and keep you on the path to the end game goals. Here's an easy first week of process goals that support end game goals of weight loss. And we're talking specifically about weight loss here, but health in general as well. Eat five servings of fruits and vegetables each day. Drink at least eight eight ounce glasses of water each day. Eat breakfast, including 20, 30 to 30 grams of protein, you know, eggs, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt, et cetera, every morning. Walk for 30 minutes on five days out of every week. Lift weights or take a strength-based class at the gym for 30 minutes on at least three days out of the week. Get seven to nine hours of sleep each night. If you're not doing any of these right now, they may seem huge, but get one week of them under your belt and you'll wonder how you ever lived without doing these things. Number three, make a list of habits that, don't, that, you, have, that you have now that don't serve you or your goals. This goes along with the idea of process goals. Think about how you manage your fitness, nutrition, and health habits right now, if you do it all. All right, which are the things you do regularly serve your goals for the upcoming year? Questions to ask yourself. Do you get seven to nine hours of sleep a night? How much water do you drink every day? How much time do you spend watching TV on your phone or on a screen? Do you stress over things you can't control? Do you eat at your desk while you're driving or at other times it might lead to distracted overeating? How often do you drink alcohol? What non-essential activities prevent you from dedicating time to exercise and fitness? Honest answers to these and other questions about current habits and lifestyle, they're going to lead you to real opportunities to jettison the habits that are counterproductive and hurt your chances of fulfilling your health and fitness goals in the new year and replacing them with habits that work. Which leads me to number four, go all in on one small habit change at a time. People often think that creating a health and fitness lifestyle is about making massive wholesale changes like emptying your pantry, pouring out all your alcohol, and firing the friends who aren't fitness fanatics. But those kinds of eccentric, emotionally charged changes rarely stick, so they rarely work. Try going all in on one small habit change at a time. Here's an easy one to start with. Drink more water every day. Start with a goal of eight, to ten, eight or ten glasses um, of water, eight-ounce glasses of water a day. Start the day with one or two glasses, and I'm willing to bet you nail this one right out of the gate. Another good one to start with, 30 minutes of walking three to four times a week. You know that 30 minutes in the morning where you read the paper and drink coffee? Here's a thought. Put your coffee in a to-go cup, grab your headphones, and listen to a podcast while you walk. You know, you could try my podcast, the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast app, but there's a lot of good ones out there as well. Some terrific ones that I listen to when I walk. Get that 30 minutes in, though. You can do it. You can even take your coffee. Just go enjoy the day. Maybe your 30 minutes is better done when you get home from work. Maybe that's when you'd normally pour an adult beverage. Talk about a positive trade-off. Throw your sneakers on and head out the door for 30 minutes or onto the treadmill if you absolutely must. A full all-in commitment to one small habit change almost always has a magical effect. And that effect is that it leads to, this, leads to others and the cycle of nailing them gets shorter and smoother every single time you try. Before you know it, those goals, the macros and the micros, are falling like bowling pins. Number five, find an accountability partner. This is powerful. This is powerful. I don't know anybody who's really successful in, in, in my field who doesn't have somebody that they're accountable to in some area of their, of their profession. It's the same is true for, for most people when you try to get into an area that you're not familiar with. And for most people, fitness and health is not something that they're intimately familiar with on a daily basis. So having someone who can hold you accountable is important. Team up with somebody. The best way to do it is find someone with similar goals and who's positive. Encourage each other. It's also important, though, to be honest with each other, even when it's difficult. Often, we don't want to hurt our accountability partner's feelings, so we give them a pass on things we know they've said are important, and that will lead to success. To success, excuse me. Call each other out on things. Be honest, but remain positive and encouraging. Be the kind of partner that helps the other stay focused with their eyes on the prize. 
Number six, find some fun stuff that's good for your fitness. Look, it's okay to grind, to put into tough workouts, but try to find some fun stuff that supports your goals. Play some dodgeball, go for a hike, play beach volleyball, or even some golf, go dancing. All these fun things are fun, they're physical activities, and they all fit a healthy, fitness-oriented lifestyle. Try out some new classes at your gym or get into a boot camp, boot camp or group fitness studio. Hey, if you're local to me, give me a call. We've got a great one at the gym, at the gym that I own. Get challenged in some new ways. Fun and fitness should be as much a part of the recipe as grind and discipline. Number seven, block out time. This is the big challenge for most people who don't already have a fitness lifestyle. Take a good hard look at your day. Pretend you're evaluating someone else's day to find the wasted time. Then carve it out and see where you can shake up your day. If you can find 30 minutes of wasted or dead time during the day, and I guarantee you can, you've got a block of time for fitness and exercise. Look for 60 minutes. They're there. For almost everybody, they're there. Number eight, make a plan. I'm not going to beat this one up too much. We talked about goals. And we talked about time. The key to a good plan is to include all the elements. You need to plan out when you'll work out. Whether it's walking, running, or biking, or lifting weights, put it in your daily plan and whatever you use to schedule your day and then keep it like an appointment with the boss because it is an appointment with the boss. Boss, you're the boss. Also plan time to sit down and make meal plans. Here's a quick tip. When you're planning your meals, use big enough recipes in terms of portion sizes so that tonight's dinner can be tomorrow's lunch. Then portion it after cooking and you're good to go with a lot less chance of tomorrow's lunch going sideways in the junk food land. When the meal plan is done, make your shopping list. Be minimalist and ruthless, and then stick to it. Set aside time for meal preparation. For me, that's a Sunday where my wife and I prep the meals for at least three to four days ahead with a plan to get the last three or so days done on Wednesday or Thursday. Remember this adage, if it helps. Piss poor, piss poor planning perpetuates piss poor performance. Seven Ps. It's a little crude, but easy to remember, no? And it'll help you, I guarantee. Number nine, take a challenge. Maybe you're the kind of person who needs a challenge to stay interested. You could always get into a transformation challenge at a fitness studio or health club, like mine. You can contact me if you're local to Tom's River. Here's a few other challenges to try. How about the no sugar challenge? This is simple, but a little like breaking a drug habit. Avoid any food with added or excessive sugar for one month. That means reading food labels for anything that resembles sugar in the ingredient list. And there's a lot of it out there, guys. The good news is you can still eat fruits since there's, since there's no added or excess sugars there. I know, I know. Look, we can argue about which fruits are high in sugar, quote unquote. But we'll do that another time, okay? You can also have natural cheeses and even tequila if you like an adult beverage now and again. This is very low in sugar. Just trying to help you out in case you like a, you know, the occasional cocktail. Take a daily plank challenge. Try doing a total of five minutes holding a plank every day for a month. You can do one five-minute plank, five one-minute planks, or 10, 30-second planks. Or break it up any way you want. Just get the five minutes in every day for a month. The total steps challenge. I love this one because it, may, it keeps you on your feet. If you have a smartphone, you've got an easy way to count your daily steps. A Fitbit will help as well, as well as any other fitness tracker. Track your steps daily. Aim for a minimum of 10,000 steps a day. That's twice the number that physicians say beats the quote-unquote sedentary tag. It's tougher than you might think, but it gets easier the more often you do it. A body in motion tends to stay in motion after all. At least that's what the physicists tell us. You can set your goal number higher if you want, by the way. Make it as tough as you like. If you think of a challenge that will make it tough and fun, go for it. Just remember, safety first. You're not crushing any goals on crutches or in a hospital bed. Number 10, celebrate success. I'm a huge proponent of celebrating your successes. Earlier, I talked about the idea of rewarding yourself for a job well done. This should be true of fitness and health accomplishments as well. If you have an accountability partner, that's a great place to start. If you journal your journey, sorry about that. Sounds kind of corny. 
definitely write down your accomplishments along with how they make you feel. The tactile sensation of writing reinforces the emotion attached to the victory. That hard, hardwires the brain for more accomplishment. Really deep neuroscience there that I'm not going to go into right now, but trust me, the more you do things, the more brain wiring gets wrapped around it and the more you're going to want to do it again. Use small rewards and celebrations for small achievements and bigger ones for the big achievements. Drop 10 pounds this month, how about a spa day or a night on the town? Hit a personal best in the gym, get some high fives and maybe a nice lunch out somewhere. New clothes, a few days away, a massage, whatever gets you excited and keeps you on track with your fitness and health lifestyle. Number 11, last but not least, keep a journal. I know you've heard this one before, probably right here. But journaling allows you to mind dump when you need to and to express your feelings about victories and failures in a safe space and in a way that can, you can go back and refer to when things repeat themselves. The physical sensation of writing about what you're thinking and feeling allows you to fully process it. Go back to what I just said. It's, it's a whole brain function, okay? Try writing the following, these, these following five categories, if you will, every day, once a day. Number one, five things you're grateful for. Two, five things that went great that day. Three, five, th five people you think are amazing and why. Four, five things you might have done better. And the last, five things you love about yourself. Now, these are pretty cool, and they don't always have to be huge things. There have been days that I've been just grateful somebody made my, my cappuccino right, okay, or that I got to work without hitting any, any red lights. Sometimes that's as much as I have to be grateful for because I just had a rough day. But there's always stuff out there. Mostly, most days I find some pretty amazing things to be grateful for. This is a powerful exercise that helps you see the world more clearly and understand yourself better. Journaling seems a little out there to many. It did to me too. But the more I do it, the more I like it and the more I want it in my life. Try it, and I think you will too. Uh, if you need a good fitness journal, I, I have a link to one on an article by the same title on my webpage. Uh, but anything will work for you. Just, just keep a journal. Write, it, write stuff down. That's, that's my 11 game changers right there, guys. Some of them don't, may not seem like a big deal, but they are. If these game changers don't seem too earth shattering, it's because they're not. Okay. The things that make the biggest difference between success and failure are often some of the most mundane, everyday things. However, it's in the application where the magic happens. I guarantee that if you really apply most or all these ideas to your health and fitness goals in the coming year and get serious about them, they'll make a huge difference for you. I wish you all the best in the coming year. Have a happy, healthy, and wonderful new year filled with awesome success on your health and fitness journey in every other area of your life. God bless all of you, my audience. Thank you for listening. Keep the faith and keep after it. And you know where to find me right here on the podcast at my website, CoachPhilHouston, H-U-E-S-T-O-N.com, on Instagram, at CoachPhilHouston, and on Twitter, at PhilHouston. Again, the last name is spelled H-U-E-S-T-O-N. Thanks for listening and have a fantastic day and a healthy and happy new year. Thank you.